Amen. Amen. We give our most humble obedience to the Holy Trinity. God the Father, our Creator. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the head of the church. And to the Holy Spirit, which is our comforter and our guide. We thank God for each and every one of you this morning. Pastor Moore, we, we thank you for your gracious hospitality. Each and every time we step forward. The fellow officers, members, and friends, we greet you in the name of Jesus. We won't trouble you long, but there is a word from the Lord. Turn with me, please, to two passages. Scripture, Old Testament and New Testament, from the Old Testament writings, the book of Isaiah, chapter number 9, verse 6. In New Testament, John's gospel, chapter number 1, verse 14. All right. John 1, we'll deal with that later. But Isaiah chapter 9, beginning with verse 6. If you have it, say amen. If not, we will wait. Isaiah 9 and 6. We'll be reading from the King James Version. And in your Bible, you'll find similar words. Isaiah 9, verse 6. It says, For unto us a child is born. Mm -hmm. Unto us a son is given. Mm -hmm. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Again, our second helping of Scripture during these holiday times. In the New Testament writings, the Gospel according to John, chapter number one, we will read verse 14. John 1 and 14. If you have it, say amen. 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 Reading again from the King James Version, it says, And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You may be seated. Just for a few moments, we would like to talk on the subject, waiting on the gift of grace. Waiting on the gift of grace. As we consider the season and the times that are met before us, we find ourselves waiting or in this case, some of us will wait no longer. Mm-hmm. 
just less than 24 hours ago, some of us began our morning at the crack of dawn with braided breath and waiting for that shiny new object under the tree. Or maybe if you even, you may not have a tree, but still you might wait, my brothers and sisters, for that wonderful fruit that might be in that brown paper bag. Mm-hmm. Amen. Somebody that, that, that is a nice reminder that your health is truly your wealth. Well, that the, the gift of, of, of good eating is something to be thankful for. Well, and of course, for many of us that, that have children or, or know of children and those who still have childlike tendencies, the good, the good kind of anticipating gifts, not the, not the, the, the selfish kind, well. but the good kind that anticipating that weight. Of all the 364 days of the year, waiting to be blessed by whatever that may be on our list. Now, of course, for some of us, that imagine a man in that red suit may not have stopped by your house. But I thank God that today in our text, we see that we have somebody greater then the jolly old fat man. When we find ourselves footed in Isaiah chapter 9, here we see the great prophet, the writer, some may call the book of Isaiah the, the mini Bible, as it has 66 books. In the Bible, and the book of Isaiah has 66 chapters. And as we see between chapters 1 and 39 and chapters 40 through 66, we we see a shift. One of doom Mm -hmm. to one of consolation. There you go. Yes, indeed. And even in the midst of the the early parts of this chapter, and even the previous chapter, we we find our footing with, with the prophet Isaiah is trying to encourage a king. This king is being pressed on every hand and side by different individuals of the Assyrians, of Egypt, mm-hmm. and of Israel, the northern kingdom, and, and trying to put his trust in man. Well. That can be fickle sometimes. Mm-hmm. By putting him trust in certain alliances that may not follow through. Well. But here the prophet Isaiah is trying to encourage this king that in the midst of dark days that there is a light that's going ahead. If you don't believe me, that even in the beginning of the the sixth verse that we read, that if you back all the way up to Mm -hmm. chapter 9, verse 1, here the prophet is projecting into the future. When he talks about the people that were afflicted uh-huh. in the land of Zebulon, in the land of Naphtali, that the people that were 
down in the darkness yeah. of despair, that they saw great light. Mm -hmm. yeah. That people that were afflicted by the, the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, that, that the people that they saw great light, that, that no longer the land or the shadow of death was upon them. And of course, we, we see this gift that comes upon us that we want to emphasize just in verse 6. We, we want to see that, that a son is given. Uh -huh. Contrasting that with a, a child is born. If that if if you just it's easy to gloss over that that significance. Amen. But I know that a close Bible reader will very very carefully look at those two meanings. Mm -hmm. Come on. When we see the the gift, for some a definition of gift is the act of bestowing a favor or an item on another person well. without expecting anything in return. Mm -hmm. A gift. We're not talking about a loan. Some of us uh, went out and got some things that we may not can afford. Mm -hmm. yeah. well. And then we have to run and, and get a loan to try to put it back in the piggy bank. Right. Before somebody come up and say insufficient funds. Amen. I know about that. Y'all may not know about that, but I, I do. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That, that we know that, that sometimes the bills may be longer than the, the income. <clears throat> but thank God for gifts. Well, that there's, there's, there's nothing in expectation in return that, that someone wants to give you favor. In Scripture, we see the purpose of a gift. It may be to honor someone. 2 Samuel chapter 8. The purpose of a gift may be to celebrate yes. someone in Revelation chapter 11. Oh. Or a gift may be to simply bestow favor or help <clears throat> from the book of Esther. But when we right. see who is the great giver, All right. God is the best giver. God can beat our giving no matter how we may try. No matter how much money we may have won from the boat after a long night of, of, of shooting right. and things. Amen, somebody. I know, I know, I know. <coughs> but still, no longer, no longer are we sitting here waiting and God didn't give us anything. If you don't believe me that all throughout scripture, God, he gives us gifts. Romans tells us that he gives us eternal life. Yeah. Ephesians tells us he gives us salvation. Mm -hmm. Matthew tells us in chapter 6 that he gives us the necessities of life. Right. Ecclesiastes talks about in chapter 3, he gives us the ability to work with our hands. Right. In Acts chapter 2, that the Bible declares that he gives us the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. First Corinthians chapter 12 tells us that he gives us spiritual gifts. Mm -hmm. But over in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, as Paul was wrapping up his treatise on giving, mm -hmm. 
when he ended it by saying, thanks God for his unspeakable gift. Thinking about John chapter 1 over verse number 1. We see not only was this child was born, but scripture interprets scripture and scripture backs up scripture that, that tells us that this son was given. If you don't believe me when it says that in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. That this, this child that was born in the time. That some child may wonder and say, Daddy and Mama, we celebrated Jesus' birthday. Well, how old is Jesus? Well, even Jesus was born into the ages. That you cannot put a time on him. Well, and Jesus is born from out of the ages in the time that he is older than the oldest age. Well, <clears throat> over in chapter number one, verse 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten father, full of grace and truth. Grace and truth. Mm -hmm. Two things that mankind in its fallen sinful state, Mm -hmm. they need those presents under that heavenly tree. Full of grace and truth. When When we think about grace, we can define it as favor or kindness shown without regard to the word for a merit of somebody who received that grace. Grace is is one of the key attributes of God. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe me, Moses declared in Exodus chapter 34, when he talks about the Lord God is merciful and gracious, that the Lord God is long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth. Uh In the Old Testament, the the supreme example of grace was when God redeemed his people Mm -hmm. out of Egyptian bondage. That, that we thank God for grace, that although grace is free, mm-hmm. although grace is undeserved, well. grace must never, ever be taken for granted. Uh-huh. Yeah. Grace is, is only enjoyed within the covenant, mm-hmm. yeah. the covenant of believers who put their faith in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. When we think of the grace of God, It was supremely revealed and given in the person and work of Jesus Christ. But also, grace was embodied that you see God in the flesh. When we see the the grace of God revealed in Jesus, it's applied to human beings for salvation, that, that the theme of grace is written all throughout the Bible. Paul talks about it, that grace, it radically sets grace over against the law. That grace is something that that cannot be earned, but it's only received as a gift. But grace, it must be accompanied by faith. That one must have faith in Jesus. When we see waiting, On this grace, Mm -hmm. 
when we see that down through the years, well. whenever mankind was in a fix, uh-huh. remember Adam and Eve yeah. down in the garden where they transgressed against the same God. Uh-huh. But thank God he gave us grace. Well. I'm talking about the same grace uh-huh. that Moses, he couldn't deliver this gift. We're talking about the same grace that all the kings of Israel, both good and bad, Uh they couldn't deliver this present called grace. All the prophets that the Lord God has given his people, Uh some of them were good, but still they prophesied that I won't give the gift of grace. But I know somebody that can give you this gift. Anybody know about a man that came down through 42 generations? The prophesied Savior. Micah tells us that he will come out of the small village known as Bethlehem. When we look at Isaiah, that he says he will come forth from a virgin. When we look at Jeremiah, he says that I will give you a new covenant. That this gift giver will give us something brand new. When we see that the prophet Daniel talks about a man that was feared from the beginning of ancient of days. When we're talking about Ezekiel, he was the wheel in the middle of a wheel. When we talk about Hosea, that he talks about the love that God has and he won't cast you off. Forever. When we talk about that grace, that grace, he came and he loved you and he loved me. That grace that he healed the sick. That grace when he raised the dead. The grace when he gave sight to the blind. I'm talking about grace. How sweet it sounds. Grace is so amazing. Anybody know about that grace? That he took upon the sins of the world. Anybody know about grace? Out on a hill. Oh, come Golgotha. That when man was thinking that they were killing grace. That my God. My God. He gave us grace. To give us seven things to say. About how to have a bad day. But then grace. He died y'all. He died and he hung his head in the locks of his shoulders. That grace, uh, he stayed in the grave three days and three nights. But early, early, Sunday morning, grace, he got up from all power. Grace, he got up from killing power. Grace, he got up to save you. What a gift. The gift of grace. Thank God for this grace. This grace, he has a name. The name above all names. The gift of of grace that, that the angels told us. He told Mary, fear not, for you are blessed and highly favored above all women. Mary, 
Don't worship. You are grace. But you're going to be used to bring forth grace. We told them that inside of you is conceived of the Holy Spirit. And this grace name is Jesus. Anybody know about that grace? Jesus. He healed my body. Jesus. He was my life bell Jesus. He helped my child. Jesus. He brought my family home. Jesus. He kept me safe in the midst of this disease. Jesus. Anybody know about that grace? This grace. He didn't stay dead. But grace. He caught a cloud. And then these two men. They said, why? Why are you standing? Standing here gazing. This same grace that you see going up. He will come back. Grace. He brought us this far. And grace. He going to leave and carry me home. Waiting on the gift of grace. God bless you and keep you. Is my prayer. There may be one. They may be going without. Their soul may be wondering. What must I do to be saved? That you may have all the money in the bank. You can have all the social connections in the world. But without Jesus in your life. That there's still one present that's left that needs to be filled. That you may say you are good, that I keep most of the commandments. But if you break one, you break them all. But God has given us an antidote to this sin sick world. And that is Jesus. That if you will confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead that thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and confession is made unto salvation. And once you grow into Jesus to be a part of a Bible believing church be a part of a Christ centered church waiting on the gift of grace. Yeah.